Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Thank you to everybody who's ordered from our shop. Praise God, we're really uh, grateful. Yes. And we hope that you enjoy uh, the teas and the journals and the things that Kelly has been making. Yes. Praise God. We often get emails from young guys asking, where do we find traditional girls to marry? Where do I find a trad wife? And tongue in cheek, we've always said trad wives don't exist. You, you don't find a trad wife, you make a trad wife. But praise God, there's a lot of people who are raising their daughters well. And so there actually are a lot of girls who are traditionally minded, who are still in their natural designed purpose of what God has intended them to be, who want to be mothers, they want to be wives, they want to be homemakers. From teenage years, from young years, they know what they want to do, they know what they want to be, and praise God for it. However, for the vast majority of Christian men, you are looking for a finished product that is not there. We're not going to find, you know, we aren't who we were when we were 20. Yeah, exactly. We've both grown on this journey together and you know we look back now and like wow we wish we had known this at 16. Yeah but and so finding a girl who's fully traditional is gonna be harder to find unless you're really in a church where the families value that. Yeah. You also say distinguish between traditional and political girl like you don't want a girl that's just all about conservative politics. Mm -hmm. Why not? Well just that's a very masculine thing to politics is war by other means and so any girl who's really caught up in politics is going to be very it's basically masculine purpose the drama of it the mm -hmm. the stress the yeah people fights and issues and i do feel from my own journey and from other girls i feel like a lot of girls that now are very traditional had to go through mm -hmm. the conservative the stephen crowder phase <laughs> yeah or even like just very involved because you're trying i think it's that uh, eye-opening moment of wait a second have I been lied to by the normal education and you go on to this deep dive of realizing things. So I think most women, even married women, have gone through the conservative news. Outrage phase. <sighs> yeah, yeah, outrage phase. <laughs> and so that's what we wanted to come back to is how do you stay encouraged in this context? Bring it back to identity, to purpose of you can see the direction of a girl. And so we just thought we would bring it back to the three things, or well, there's more things in it, mentioned in Titus, but these three things that are the designed purpose, the telos that God has given lady, if they're on that right track, or if they would like to be on that track, then you're, you're in a good space. So what are those three things? Titus 2 says that the older women are to teach the younger women to love their husbands, love their children, be keepers of the home. And then it goes on to other virtues, but we focus, obviously <laughs> the virtues of character are very important, but you can measure the wife mother keeper of the home in a very practical way yeah and so a, a way to do that is if you go on a date with a girl if there's social times and you're chatting with girls is to ask the question of would you like to be a mother one day would you like to be be married uh, would you like to be a homemaker those three questions hit at a purpose a identity that for a lot of more liberal girls who are in the liberal system of college career that well, those things would be a afterthought. They're a second thought. First, I want to be in my career. First, I want to finish college. Well, then you know you're dealing with someone who's not first wanting to be in what God has designed for them. What is the intent of the heart? If a girl happens to be at college or happens to be some career woman, and you say to her, what do you think about marriage? Or what do you think about having children? Or what do you think about being a homemaker? Then it allows her to process her thoughts of what she thinks about those things. That is the telos, the the purpose work that you are heading towards in a traditional marriage. So if she's hostile to those things or against those things, then you know 
that that's probably not going to be a very successful time for, for either of you. I wouldn't even want a guy to pursue a girl that's like, hmm, I would be open to it. The reason I think that is because I'm like, is she just saying that to please mm. him? Mm. I think I would rather a guy find a girl that's like, well, that would be the dream. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's the whole thing of, do you want kids? Like, well, I like you and I know that you want kids. So it's like, yeah, I want kids. And then three years later. Actually, I changed my mind. Okay. I was only trying to impress you. Yeah. So true. We'll leave that in there. You really don't want to marry a girl that's flippant about children. You want a girl that's like, yeah, I definitely want children. I want to be a wife. I want to have children. And ideally, you would even want a girl to be more excited about being a homemaker and staying home than when she talks about her career. And again, judging that by how she talks about these things of could she see herself being a homemaker? And I would say if she's even remotely wavering on it, we're like, yeah, I would like to be a homemaker, but I mean, I also, I see value in doing this, this, and this, and I can, I feel God's calling me, part of my calling is to go do this. So if it's that, I feel- You're gonna struggle. That's gonna yeah. be, mm -hmm. there's gonna always be tension. If you're looking for a, a, mm -hmm. a wife that stays home. What brings these discussions to a point is a timeline. Yeah. So for a lot of guys, if you're dating a girl and you're umming and ahhing and you don't know if she'll be a, a, a good wife or a good mother or a, she wants to be a mother or wants to be a wife, wants to be a homemaker, if you don't know, is to bring a timeline to it. Number one, no sexual boundaries crossed, no regrets or obligations. Within three to six months, you can say, we've had all these conversations, let's get married. What yeah. do you think about getting married this fall or this spring? And if there's a timeline on it, it's a, nope, not gonna happen. I'm out. Or it's a, yes, that would be wonderful, and we've spoken what about What do you these. mean, if there's a timeline, nope, that's not going to happen from her or from you? If she said that she likes kids, and she likes marriage, and she likes homemaking, and then you say, well, let's get it done, and she backs out. Yeah, then you know where she stands mm -hmm. with it. And so that's why it's important to have a timeline of three to six months. So you don't want to date girls for years and years, hoping that they'll change or not really knowing where they'll stand. Within three to six months, you can know where a girl has stated that she stands. The other side of these conversations you're having is your own role as a man. What is the purpose of a man? What is the, the dynamic of being the man in the relationship? Is that you will lead the values and the dynamic of the relationship. So Kelly and I were both very sincere after the Lord, but we were both very egalitarian. Churches that we were in, it, they were, looking back now, more... Egalitarian. E yes. And, and so when we started reading books and scriptures on male headship and on God's ways for marriage and family, we started getting convicted about yeah. it. And we're like, all right, you know, if this is... Because we were so sincerely after God, we're like, well, if this is God's ways, then why are we not doing it? And so that made it easy for us. But I was the one who, who led that of, yeah. I think that we should start living a different way. And for a lot of, this is my past, there are a lot of girls who I was interested in, I thought would make a good wife, but I was umming and ahhing because a lot of it was just my own insecurities, my own lack of leadership, my own lack of vision or ability to go to where I thought we should be. And so you delay and you get into this limbo of not making a decision. For us, marriage has been the best decision for us. Like, we've loved marriage. Life doesn't start until you get married, really. It's it's a, a whole different world. Yeah. It streamlines so many of your decisions, your lifestyle. And so before that, as a single man, you, you're not marrying a perfect woman. You, you want to try and find as perfect a woman as you can find. But she's not going to make me happy. She's not going to lead the relationship. She's not going to lead the marriage. She's not going to define 
what my mission in life is, what I'm doing, how I do it. She's gonna accompany me and come along and amplify what I'm doing. And you can see that either people get married and their life becomes a living hell, or people get married and they become even more successful and energized at what they do. And so as a man, you cannot let your side of the picture down, which is leadership, frame, setting expectations, holding standards. And Kelly's done a video on emotional control and cheerfulness. cheerfulness. When it comes to a lot of men, we are controlled by upset women or by emotional women or angry women. Passive aggressive. Yeah, passive aggressive. We don't know how to deal with the feminine control dynamic. And so in that instance, that's a very good thing to work on yourself with is I'm not afraid of emotions. I'm not afraid of upset people. I have my own boundaries. I have my own standards and I'm not going to fold anytime that there's upset people or emotional people or angry people trying to get me to change. Using that as manipulation. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a very important part of a, of a successful marriage is to not be a, a passive guy who just goes along with anything because then you're gonna have an androgynous marriage and you're gonna be frustrated. And so bringing that full circle to how do you find a girl that is feminine, I think it is having these conversations about what are her values. And I think the reason we say the wife, mom, and homemaker thing is because those are very practical things that a girl can respond and say if she sees herself doing those things, then you know right away of, okay, if she wants to be those things, she's different from most of the girls in today's culture. So then how do you find those girls? Mm -hmm. I would say you could find them anywhere. Mm -hmm. We found each other on a rubbish tub. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, obviously church is a main one. You, The easiest filter is, are they going to church? If you're in a church that doesn't have a lot of single girls, start visiting churches that do have a lot of single girls. The next one is mutual friends and family. Start asking people you work with, you go to church with, hey, do you know any single girls? If you think any of them would be suitable to me, please let me know. And even like having the caveat of like, do you know any single girls that want to be homemakers one day? Because that again is an easy thing because I would say there are a lot of girls in even mega churches that would dream of being a homemaker, but they don't look the part of a traditional girl. Like they probably aren't wearing dresses, probably working at a restaurant, waitressing, working at a job. They're not in the perfect picture yet because they're single and they're trying to survive in today's culture. So you may not find a girl that looks the part of a traditional, you may, you may find a girl that looks the part of a traditional wife, but it's probably gonna be a journey for you both to enter into God's design for marriage and encourage each other in the ways of the Lord. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's the man who leads the marriage. So where you end up, she'll if she likes you, she'll follow you to that place. What's another place that... Waitressing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, for real. I mean, if you... Service jobs. Yeah. Yeah, if, if you meet a nice girl who's working a service job, don't be afraid to ask where she goes to church. Hey, where do you go to church? <laughs> it's a great way of, yeah. you know, figuring out how to socially meet later. You could meet a girl anywhere. I would say if you see a girl that you're attracted to that you think even remotely could be feminine, I'm just saying like randomly out in public. And again, I'm only thinking of my own story because I'm, I worked at Trader Joe's and my entire time at Trader Joe's, well, I was going to say I'd never had a guy pursue me. I had a dad pursue me for his son. That's right. God bless. <laughs> but do you know what I'm trying to say yeah, though? Yeah. Like. Girls are hoping to be approached. 
Yes, that's exactly it. Girls are hoping to be approached, and I think it's way more... To a guy, I think it's terrifying to approach a girl randomly out in public, but looking back now, as during my single years, during my friends, my sisters, single girls want to be married, so as long as you're not weird about it, and like, oh, I'm looking for a wife, like, that, don't be weird. <laughs> Just spark a conversation, and be friendly, and see where that conversation leads, and if this is at a place where you could keep going back if she is working at a restaurant if she works at a gym if she works at a grocery store if she works at a coffee shop and you can keep reoccurring seeing her you can get get that conversation going and maybe get a read on someone yeah in our culture today it's become very hard for men to go and speak to girls either through fear just lack of manners or knowing how or knowing what to say or what to do i think you will find young guys, is that girls want to be approached. In the liberal environment, probably, you know, it's a totally different world, but in the Christian worldview, girls want to be married, they want to be moms, they want to be homemakers. That has to be your underlying assumption. You know, by faith, when you see a pretty girl say, by faith, this girl wants to be married, she wants to be a mom, she wants to be a homemaker. Chat to her. And again, with the mutual friends thing, you never know how, if you just bring up to someone, do you know anyone? Anyone. We have friends that are married because the person who set them up was a random person who happened to be his client and then the wife now was a banker. So this random person was like, you know, I see these two people and I think they would work together. So he gave the guy her number and he called her and asked her to go on a date. They went on a date and they were married months later. So you never know when you ask someone, hey, do you know of anyone that... Uh, you'd think would be suitable. Yeah, to not be afraid to ask those questions. Yeah. I mean, I know for us, we're constantly thinking of people that we know when we know people of trying to mm -hmm. matchmake because we know that this is the deepest desire of a lot of people's hearts. So you never know what connections yeah. we met through mutual friends. Mm -hmm. And I think for the people who are mutuals, who, you know, you are, oh, I do know two people who would be perfect for each other. There can also be a lot of pressure that it works out or as long as these people are Christian about it, like don't cross sexual boundaries. If they break up or if they get married, it's a success. Like if they, you know, if they date for three to six months, they don't cross any boundaries and then they get married, praise God. Or they date for three to six months, don't cross any boundaries and they decide to break up, praise God. You know, you know, like you've made a decision. It's a good thing to try and help our young folks to get married, to find people in this context, this culture that makes it very hard for people to socialize together or to have any meaningful form of contact. Praise God. Bless you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can support our channel by leaving a review on Apple Podcast, or if you would like to purchase from our shop, our website is homewithkelly, K-E-L-L-I dot C-O. We have organic rooibos that we bring in from Scott's home country of South Africa. It is a delicious, no caffeine tea, loose leaf. It is so good, iced or warm. And I also have some vintage home goods in the shop and I make some hand bound journals, which are also available. We hope that everything that we share is an encouragement and a blessing to you and your family.